Hello and welcome to the first episode of Let's Talk Employment Law. This is an employment law podcast that is brought to you by our Lane Neve employment team. In this podcast, we are going to be discussing the latest in New Zealand employment law so that you know everything you need to know about how to manage the greatest resource in your business, and that is your people. My name is Elise Wilson, and I am a solicitor in the Christchurch office. And for this podcast, I will be joined by Fiona McMillan, who is the partner in the Auckland office for our employment law team. Elise, thank you, thank you for that. Um, so for those who haven't worked with me before, uh, my name is Fiona McMillan and as Elise said, I am one of the employment law partners based in our Auckland office. Uh, I first joined uh, Lane Neve and the employment team in December 2007. Uh, for those who haven't worked with, with Lane Neve before, uh, we are a full service law firm with offices in Auckland, Wellington, Christchurch and, and Queenstown. Uh, but the reason why you've joined us today is of course uh, the employment law side of things. So I guess just a little bit of a, a general heads up, um, the purpose of this po uh, podcast is, is really twofold. Um, one, uh, post-lockdown, people have, have moved past, uh, it seems, in-house seminars uh, and are preferring to, to join us in web form. Um, and for others, maybe reading our newsletters is, is too time-consuming. So the purpose of this is really just to, to give little 10-minute um, snapshots of what's happening in the world of employment law at, at the moment. The other thing I want to, to add is the purpose of this is to give really generic general advice. Uh, and the thing about employment law is it, is it can be quite fact specific. So if you have anything uh, specific you want to have a chat uh, to us about, please don't hesitate to contact myself, Elise or, or another member of the employment team. Fantastic, thanks for that Fiona. And like you said, for those who haven't met us yet or engaged us, we would like to take this first episode to just briefly introduce ourselves. So our employment team has a range of experience in all things workplace law, and we regularly provide assistance and specialist advice on areas such as health and safety, ACC, and privacy law, along with your core areas of employment law, including minimal entitlements, human rights, and collective bargaining. Our team also regularly represents clients in dispute resolution and litigation, whether that be through mediation, employment relations investigations, or employment court hearings. We are looking forward in this podcast to touching on a variety of employment law issues in upcoming episodes and doing what we do best, which is making complex issues simple for our clients. Now, we can't ignore the changing landscape that we are currently in due to COVID-19. So Fiona, from an employment law perspective, what do you see as some of the big changes that are coming through for employers that you have seen on the radar? I think that the two big things for me, uh, probably the first is, is the wage subsidy. Um, and the second would be, would be flexible working. And I think, Post-lockdown, flexible working is probably the, the best thing to, to talk about first. Um, and I guess on that note, Elise, how did you find working from home over, over lockdown? Yeah, so working from home was, it was interesting. It's, I think um, I was surprised how much you actually could do from home, at, that you could also do at the office in terms of with technology now. So I personally really enjoyed it and 
sometimes felt like you're almost more productive working from home. Um, but I do have to say you do definitely miss that personal contact that you get with um, your work colleagues. So it's going to be interesting to see a balance and I think flexible working is definitely um, something that's, that's going to be a lot more prevalent in, in the future after this lockdown situation. Yeah, and I think Elise, your, your comments are, are spot on. People were surprised how, how easy it, it was once they got used to it. Um, and secondly, a lot of people actually really liked it and, and, and prefer it. Um, so that leads to my discussion about what flexible working looks like from, a, from an employment law perspective. So flexible working gen generally comes about in, in one of three circumstances. The first is when people start employment or perhaps come back from a period of leave such as, such as maternity leave. Uh, an individual might negotiate for some form of flexible working at that point. Um, the second time it, it comes up is during the employment relationship and, and people might ask their employer for flexible working um, or they might actually make a, a formal application through the mechanisms in the, in the Employment Relations Act. But the third way it comes about, and this is something that I want to touch on today, is generally people just start doing it um, and it becomes the norm for the employer and the employee. And I guess the thing I want you to take away from, from this aspect today is as we all are still getting used to, to post-lockdown life, um, some people are, are working from home a little bit more and what I want to, want to alert employers to is you might be allowing some, some ease in post-lockdown but if it goes on for, for much longer, it actually becomes a, a term and condition of someone's employment that they work from home Tuesday and Thursday as an example. So I guess what I want you to take away from, from this discussion is if you're not actually comfortable with the, the level of flexible working happening in your workplace at the moment, um, that conversation needs to happen now. Or alternatively, you, you need to start putting some, some rules, regulations and, and policies around it. Um, the next thing I want to touch on that is um, still a bit of an issue for us post-lockdown is of course the, the wage subsidy. Uh, so employers are currently in the, in the second uh, tranche of, of the wage subsidy. What we have heard is that there is going to be uh, no third round of wage subsidy, but I do understand a, a lot of member associations are, are actually lobbying for it. Um, as we come towards the end of the, the second lot of the wage subsidy, a couple of things I need you to know, and, and the first is that if you think at the end of this wage subsidy you're going to have too many people for the work you've got, you are actually entitled to start a restructuring process while employees are still receiving the wage subsidy. Uh, and as an extension of that, uh, you can actually use the wage subsidy to, to pay employees notice if a decision is, is made to, to terminate their employment during the wage subsidy. Uh, and the last thing I want to touch on in relation to the wage subsidy, and, and this is something that, that both Elise and I have been providing a little bit of advice on, and, and that is we've had our first decision from the Employment Relations Authority in relation to, to the wage subsidy. And this is the, the Dove Hospice case. There are just a couple of things I want you to take away from, from that case. The first is that if you have negotiated with your employees for them to be on less salary um, 
over a certain period of time. You actually need agreement from, from those employees to, to do that. You can't just tell them uh, that their salary is going down 90, 80, 70%. The second thing that I want you to take away from this case, and I wouldn't get bogged down too much in this um, because it is a little bit of an employment lawyer's argument, but there was an argument over lockdown that employers actually didn't have to pay their employees because they weren't really willing and able to work. Um, now this argument divided in employment lawyers, so it probably has divided employers as well. What the authority has said uh, in relation to that is that's actually not, not the case. Employers still had to, to, to pay employees over, over that period. But as I said, don't get too bogged down on that issue and I also understand that uh, this case is, is going to be appealed in, in some shape or form that, that uh, hasn't been confirmed, but it is the, the rumour on the street. So I'd, I'd wait to hear about that one. Mm, that's really interesting. Thanks, Fiona. And I think, uh, like you said, there's a sometimes a bit of confusion um, around the application of things at the moment with COVID because it's such an unprecedented situation. Um, so like you said, I think it's really great that uh, people know that they can come and get some advice because it would have confused for some people, employment lawyers and employers. So it's it's definitely um, something that people need to be to be discussing, isn't it? Absolutely. Thanks for that, Fiona, and thank you so much for joining us on this first episode of Let's Talk Employment Law. It was great to have you with us, and we look forward to the further episodes that we have got planned to bring you, where we will be providing some bite-sized information for you on your employment law obligations. In our next episode, we are going to be looking at selection criteria, and we look forward to having you join us. Thank you.